Hello, my dear listeners. Thank you so much for joining me once again on Sound Perspective. If you haven't listened before, um, I'm a filmmaker and artist in sunny Sydney, Australia. I interview talented people about how they combine sight and sound in film because that's just what I love, you know, that juxtaposition, that tension between what you see and what you hear. That's what film is all about. That's how you tell stories. Hell yeah. Um, if this is your first time listening, I would go listen to another episode because I am breaking the format with this one. How exciting, how fun. And instead of conducting an interview, I will be talking about a project that is very personal to me. The reason that I haven't done an episode in like six months. And I'm so sorry that you haven't had some sound perspective content, some fun interviews. Um, I haven't uh, really had the time to work on the podcast. And the reason for that is I've been very busy directing a short film. Um, it's a coming of age horror short film called Untethered. And uh, the image for this episode is a screen grab from the short, which we're currently editing. Uh, featuring our lead actor, Nadia Zwecker, who is a phenomenal performer. And as you can see in that screen grab, she gave a great performance. But yeah, in this episode, um, I'm just going to be chatting a bit about that thing that has been preventing me from doing, uh, you know, the fun interviews. And I'm going to be asking for a bit of your support. So, you know, if you've been listening... Uh, to this podcast a while. Stay tuned and have a listen. We uh, wrapped shooting a few weeks ago. It was just a three-day shoot. Uh, We're now in post-production, editing as we speak. And uh, now that we're in post, I have the pleasure of working with a couple of previous guests of the podcast. People you might uh, recognize if you've been listening for a while. I don't know who is a regular listener to this podcast. Um, So Tom Armstrong will be helping compose. And of course, Tom was on the potty back in episode 26, when he talked about his work with comedy group Auntie Donna, alongside uh, director Max Miller. And of course, Stuart Melvey will be mixing. And you might recognize Stuart um, as the guest on the podcast way back in 2018 for episode nine, one of the OGs where he chatted about his work mixing a sequin in a blue room. Uh, The cool thing about getting to work with Tom and Stuart now is that I met them both through this podcast. Uh, I saw that they were both super talented craftspeople. And so when I was thinking of, uh, you know, who to get involved in uh, this film, when we got to post-production, they were some of the first people that came to my mind. Um, Tom is probably best known for his work composing for the comedy group Auntie Donna. He did the music for their Netflix show, uh, produced music for their comedy music album. Uh, But when I was doing research for their interview... Back in the back when I did that interview in 2020, um, I watched some of the director Max Miller's shorts that uh, Tom Armstrong had done music for, and they were more serious, uh, dramatic slash thriller short films. And I saw Tom had this incredible talent for just um, music and film in general. He wasn't just. Uh, a guy who who could do comedy. Uh, These short films with Max Miller showed a real breadth 
uh, of his talent and what he could do. And of course, Stu Melvi, um, I have been working fairly consistently with Stu since we did that interview back in 2018, as we're both people who work in sound in Sydney. So we borrow each other's gear. We, you know, recommend jobs for each other. Um, and Stu has been doing some really cool post-production sound work in Sydney since then. He's mixed a couple of really cool uh, indie Australian features. And he's been doing cool work, doing like sound effects editing for a bunch of um, American TV shows since. Uh, check out his IMDb. And um, part of the reason I'm doing this episode is that I had just enough money in my savings to pay for all the costs that come with production. Uh, We managed to get the material in the can and I now need some financial help to get post done to a professional level. So I've started a crowdfunding campaign, uh, which I'll be putting in the link Uh, a link to in the show description. And of course, a very common mistake made by amateur filmmakers is that once you've completed production, you've finished the bulk of the work. Now it's just putting it together on computers. Can't be too expensive, right? But uh, those of you who work in post will know the hours that go into a good sound edit, the attention to detail required for a mix, and of course, uh, the cost of um, the facilities in which to do uh, that post-production work, like grading, mixing, foley, uh, and making sure it's polished and ready to be seen on a big screen. Uh, so by doing this crowdfunding campaign, I want to make sure that my post crew have access to the facilities they need, Um, If the crowdfunding campaign is successful enough, hopefully I'll be able to pay them at least a tokenistic amount um, and that we can afford submission to festivals. Um, The donation to the crowdfunding campaign is tax deductible. So now we're approaching tax time. Maybe you'd be keen to help and get a little tax break. I haven't ever tried to monetize this podcast. I've never put in ads, never had a Patreon or asked for money in any way because I just do this for fun. Um, I love chatting to people about film and I want to share these interviews with the public. Um, If you've been listening to the podcast for a while and would like to pay it forward for the content I've been making, I would be super grateful if you could help here. Um, But also, if you just want to hear me talk shit about my film, then keep listening. Um, Enough begging for money. Uh, I'm going to talk about the short a little bit. And a content warning that as a piece of art, very close to my personal experiences... I'm going to be getting a bit personal here. And I think it's kind of when you make a piece of art that's about your, that's influenced by your life, you kind of end up being very candid and open about your life in general. Um, Might not be your thing. So feel free to stop listening. Um, So Untethered is a coming of age horror short film that explores addiction obsession and the fear of growing up. It follows Sam, a 19-year-old artist who, since graduating high school, has spent the past couple of years aimlessly getting high and trying to avoid 
having to ever actually think about her future. She used to love painting. She used to love making art. Uh, and now it feels like her art is trying to destroy her. As Sam's insecurity spirals into a surreal nightmare, her mother, Penelope, who was played by the amazing Helen Thompson, uh, begins to lose patience with her daughter's increasingly reckless and self-destructive behavior and confronts Sam's unwillingness to grow up. This film um, is influenced by my own experience as a teenager with bipolar disorder and addiction to over-the-counter painkillers such as codeine. If you're from Australia, you might know of a drug that used to be sold over-the-counter, um, Nurofen Plus, which uh, they've since stopped selling without a prescription, which is good. Um, uh, a lot of people used to abuse it and get high off it, myself included. It led to some pretty wacky times as a teenager. Um, and I'm a big believer in destigmatizing addiction and mental health, treating them as health issues and talking about them as you talk about any other physical illness, which is, you know, why I'm so open about it. And I'm talking about it on a publicly, on a publicly published podcast. Um, so the DOP of this project, uh, Julian Patu, who is one of my very closest friends in film and an incredible cinematographer, he did a brilliant job on this and I'm super grateful to have him as a collaborator. Um, several years ago, when I was talking about this period in my life to him, he encouraged me to make a story about it. And uh, he said, that would make a really interesting short film. You should try writing that. I thought about how I would tell that story, what that story would look like, how I'd want to present it. And I realized that it was a really terrifying period in my life. So it should be a scary movie. It should be um, within somewhere within the horror genre. I, I love, uh, I love horror that explores topics around which people should feel fear, um, uh, topics in which people feel fear in a very everyday, uh, situation or scenario. Um, and I love horror that's kind of grounded, has a very subtle, understated style, doesn't look, you know, over the top crazy. It looks like a drama. Um, some really big influences for me in making this were Julia Ducanau's probably saying that wrong. I always pronounce French things wrong. Uh, her film Raw, uh, Amy Simetz's um, She Dies Tomorrow, uh, Ben Wheatley's film Kill List, along with all of uh, ben Wheatley's entire filmography. He's a really, he's a huge influence on me and I love his stuff. Um, Jennifer Kent's The Nightingale, as well as, of course, The Babadook, an absolute classic. Um, uh, they're, they're, they're all really interesting films that explore very relatable, universal human themes that for most people will be associated with a feeling of fear or tension or anxiety in their life. Um, for me, they're stories that are deserving of the horror genre and deserving of spooking an audience and freaking out an audience, um, as opposed to like ghost or supernatural horror stories. 
um, which I was never as much able to connect to. It just didn't seem real or relatable to have the object of fear in a film be something intangible that I don't, uh, I don't personally believe in. Um, but these films kind of explore fear in stuff that we've all lived through. Um, and in a similar way, I wanted to do something, uh, try to do something new with the coming of age genre. Um, I feel like a very common emotion explored in coming of age films is apprehension and nervousness at your life changing as you move from being a teenager to adulthood. Um, and I wanted to do something that reflected my experience, which was one of very deep terror. I was terrified of my life changing as a teenager. It was really scary. It wasn't just daunting. It was a really terrifying uh, period of my life. Um, I think coming of age horror is a super niche genre combination uh, that hasn't been explored a huge amount, but um, uh, there has been some stuff that really speaks to me and kind of works with combining those uh, two themes. Um, I, of course, already mentioned Raw by Julia Ducanau, but also her short film Junior was a really interesting exploration of uh, growing up through horror. Um, Thelma is a great example by Joaquin Trier. I'm just butchering names today. I'm no good at this. Um, it Follows is a cool example. Um, and of course, the classic Jennifer's Body. What a gem. And obviously, that's um, a lot more camp than what I'm going for. But that's still an absolute classic. I think um, just something else I'd like to discuss about my film is uh, the story on which it's centered. It's um, the short film explores the impact of addiction and mental health and self-sabotage, both in a very personal, close way to Sam, the 19-year-old, and exploring it in a subjective way of how that impacted her. But also it was really important to me to explore how um, those issues affect the family and affect the people around um, addicts and people who are affected. And that's why um, a, a, a big part of the film is uh, the relationship between the mother, Penelope, and the daughter, Sam. And uh, Helen Thompson, who played Penelope, um, gave a really beautiful, nuanced performance of a parent uh, struggling with their kid going through that. Um, you might see Helen Thompson uh, later this year in Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. She's uh, playing Gladys Presley, Elvis's mother, and I am super excited to see her performance in that as well. Anyway, um, that's enough from me. I, I hope this has been interesting. It's not something I'm planning on doing again um, unless someone actually tells me they like it. Um, like I said, I started this podcast to hear from other people, not to give myself a platform to ramble on and talk. Um, I like... 
you know, bringing other people on and hearing from them. Um, I do have plans for more podcast episodes, uh, interviews with some really cool people in the near future. Now I'm not as busy with the hustle and bustle of uh, production and, you know, getting a shoot together. So stay tuned. There's going to be more coming. If you've been a regular listener of the podcast, I would be super grateful if you could go chuck me a little bit of cash at the crowdfunding campaign. Like I said, I'm not planning on monetizing this podcast ever, but I would be very grateful if you could help us make uh, this film a reality. Um, Thank you so much and have a good one.